A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there, welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Today I'm talking to Bonnie D'Angelo. And Bonnie is um, is fascinating. She has so many things that she does which are really fascinating and exciting. So things like, oh, she's into magic. Magic, sound healing, crystal healing, tarot cards, and of course meditation and yoga. Um, but she is, um, she's had a really interesting journey and she has a lot of interesting things to say and I love all of her products. You know, she does parties, she does crystal healing and um, mediumship. She's discovered that she's able to do mediumship readings as well. So we had a ton of stuff to talk about and I will let you just get diving straight in to find out all about Bonnie. So here we go. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast and today I am in conversation with Bonnie D'Angelo. Welcome Bonnie, thanks for joining me today. Well thank you so much for having me today, I'm very excited to, to chat with you. Yeah, no, so I, Bonnie is a fascinating person and it's, she doesn't have one title. We were just discussing this before. She has no one title because she is a a master or mistress of many different, (laughs) (laughs) beautiful and fascinating um, modalities, I guess. So Bonnie, why don't you, you know, why don't you give everybody a bit of an idea about what you do and then we'll dive in. Sure. Yes, of course. Okay. So, um, where shall I start? So let's see where, start let's the beginning see where of your I kind of dove into. Right. Yeah. That's how I, like how I kind of dove into all of this stuff. So, you know, growing up, I don't remember a lot of my younger years, um, which is fascinating to me. And I've always wondered, okay, like what, what's going on here? How come I can't remember things that my, um, my family can. And I always have to ask my sister. So that's always been at the back of my mind. And I wonder like, was there something that I'm kind of, you know, closed off to and that kind of like sparked something in me. 
and that continued to grow and, um, life, you know, life happened and it kind of like, I just kind of sat back and waited. And then I was going through, um, some trauma, some troubles, you know, you know, some stress and, you know, in life. And I stumbled across this one lady who was chatting with me about Wicca. And, um, I said, what is that? <laughs> and after she said that word, I kind of blocked off anything else she was saying. So I, I was like, I need to find out what this means because it, it was something I've never heard before. And um, so I, I kind of researched, I dove in, I read, I, I learned and witchcraft came through and through all of my um, research and learning and um, it kind of blocked off all the stresses and all the trauma that was going on in my life at that moment. And I realized at that moment that I'm in control of the way I feel and nobody else is. Um, so that's kind of where it started. Um, it was, you know, stuff that was going on and it was a way of me to push through it. And it allowed me to work with myself. I dug deep. Um, I was able to bring energy into the mix. So working with energy, working with the power of our own minds, it kind of pushed me through all the shit that I was going through. So mm -hmm. that's where it, it kind of all started for me. And um, starting the beginning of COVID, and I, I know a lot of things happened for people, a lot of things switched, there was a lot of changes, there was a lot of movement and growth. And that's where it kind of like blossomed for me where I was, I was connecting more with my intuition. I was connecting more with visions and dreams. And, and then I, you know, you just dive in from there. <laughs> There's no stopping it after that. It was kind of yeah. cool. I think it's extraordinary. So you've, you've done, um, uh, the, you know, start at the sort of what I think of as this kind of base level which is that you've done a yoga teacher training. Um, but you also, are mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, you, you are master Reiki practitioner. You've done your Reiki. I'm not Matt. I'm not master yet level two right now. Level mm -hmm. two. Okay. So there's yeah. Reiki there in the mix. Mm -hmm. There is um, a, a mediumship and psychic abilities that you've also tapped into. I think this is really, it's really, really interesting what you said about this not remembering your childhood thing, because I, that resonates with me a lot. Like I can remember like mm -hmm. maybe two or three frames if, of that pre seven years and where on earth did they go and it it does create a kind of um a searching for what it is where you came from what you you know what your where you yeah where you came from I can't put anything exactly. more than that mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. to have found all these extraordinary things I mean have you because I'm interested have you come to any answers about why it is like what was happening in those times was it traumatic is that's why is that why you don't remember or is it just that you think you were very um away with the fairies <laughs> I I, <laughs> I love the way you put that um what I've come to realize is I feel like I had some situations growing up that um for example um I remember playing in my backyard. I must've been about five or six and I was on a swing set. And what I remember is this huge giant aircraft kind of floating over. And I don't even know where I'm going with the story or how to put it into words is the hardest thing to do. But I feel like I had some experiences that 
I kind of blocked off. Yeah. Which kind of blocked off certain parts of uh, me growing up. Mm. Um, and I remember in meditation once I was asking my guides to show me, like show me things that I need to remember or what can I remember. And I was given a box of photographs, like photo books with photographs. And I didn't get to dive deep into that. Unfortunately, I was like broken up out of like, I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. But what I do remember is um, I, I remember being at my grandmother's funeral when I was about 10 and I would be like, why is everyone so upset? What's going on here? I didn't quite understand why everyone was upset. I thought, you know, she's okay. So mm -hmm those types of things kind of creep in every once in a while. And I am not by any means done diving into past mm. and um, yeah, what no, may have happened. It's ongoing isn't it, that work. And it's not really something exactly. you, you is some, in some ways it's not stuff that you actually want to remember the detail of. You just need to understand the feeling and, and, um, and come to exactly. terms with that, I think. So, Talking about your grandmother's funeral is interesting because you now are, you know, you work as a medium and a psychic. And so how, when, when and how did that come into your awareness that you could do that? Oh, yeah, that was OK. So I did an online um, intuitive development course, um, which really amped up my intuition. And um, and then later um after that we've we had a few quite a few loved ones and family members who passed um and i would feel like i i would get visitations from them and um there were some messages behind those visitations that meant something after the fact mm -hmm. so i am like okay so what's going on with that am i actually getting messages am i am i actually sensing our loved ones here are they coming to me are they showing themselves are are they around us <laughs> right um so that's when I kind of dove more deep into mediumship and I have like so many books here I've read and even the simple act of learning and reading and trying to dive more into the concept of mediumship opened me up that much more so I guess it would have started with um, loved ones that came to me um, mostly happened at night. And when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm not dreaming, but I close my eyes. I asked to talk to my guides. I asked to talk um, to anybody who would be um, interested or need to share something with me. And that's when it would happen where I would just get a visual of a loved one. And what was the message behind that? Um, I would share that later with my husband or my friend, whoever, mm. and the message turned out to be, um, um, important. There was, there was definitely something behind the messages that I was getting. So mm. I just dove in and, um, started developing. Fascinating. Yeah. So, so now do you do that as in like, could I, if I was in Florida, which I'm not sadly, if I was to come and see you and say, He's here. Like, would you, can you tap into anybody now? Um, I like to say yes. However, it just depends. I mean, how do I say this? I have to be in the space where I'm open to receiving. I know I've met a few mediums who get messages coming at them all the time. Yeah. I'm not that right now. And I don't know if I, 
I want that to happen. No, um, that's at the all. thing. I know someone like, who does that and yeah. she goes to the supermarket and it's just like, everybody's crap is coming her way. And she's like, oh, that's too much. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. So to sit down with the intention of um, connecting, um, mm. being in that space where, you know, I've taken the time to, to set myself up. Um, I've, I done, I do practice sessions all the time and I read for people. Um, and I, I, I make the connections. I think there's been like one or two people where there hasn't been a connection and that can happen to all mediums out there. So, um, yeah. So even if you're not in Florida, I do zoom sessions as well. So you don't have to be face to face to do a mediumship reading. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And so the one of the other things that I know you do, which I am really interested on in, and um is tarot. And I'm I'm on TikTok, I love TikTok. And when you get into spiritual TikTok, it's fun because there are a lot of really interesting people out there. And there are a lot of people out there doing tarot card readings. And every so often you see one and they're like, if this has come, this is for you. And you're like, oh no. And you swipe. But sometimes you feel actually, yeah, I want to listen to this one. And then they do the reading and you're like, holy shit, how did they, how does that connect with me so viscerally? Um, mm -hmm. And I don't understand what, you know, the cards, it's a, obviously a really old tradition. It's really beautiful, but I don't really understand what it's all about. So I know you do tarot. Can you please enlighten us all as to or tarot works yeah, is it really more or yeah tell me so okay so obviously tarot have meaning there's the the deck of tarot each of them have a specific meaning um uh, so when you when i do tarot readings i let the cards jump out as they will so i shuffle if a card flies out um my guides and my higher self will send me the cards that my sitter needs and it's up to me to interpret them um as they fall out mm -hmm. and um sometimes the way i read tarot is i sometimes relay the message of the tarot whatever that card is sometimes i get <sighs> like a, a visual or an impression it might not even be related to the tarot card but that card has brought something through that the sitter needs to hear so i will just say what i see feel and hear through those cards but yeah. it is a very old tradition it that goes back i don't even know how many years um there are so many interpretations through the deck that uh, and every reader is different so mm -hmm. every reader will read differently there's going to be some readers who lay them the same way each time there's different spreads um it is that's why it's so fascinating is that you just never know what can come through does yeah. that make sense to you yeah yeah um, it does I mean I, I've always kind of thought that yes the you know the cards are a guide and so on but you know I mean I've I've um I've used oracle decks before and oracle decks are not like tarot they're just like a card that's got a lovely saying of something you need to hear you know um like you know dive into your divine feminine or something and I, whenever I've picked up an Oracle deck and I've shuffled it, I've pulled one out and it's been like, hmm, yeah, that actually really applies to me. And it's a, and the skeptic in me wants to go, well, it's like the horoscopes, you know, you can say anything about, you know, and, and you can make it relate to yourself. But I feel like tarot is, uh, and the Oracle decks as well, actually, they do, something comes out of them that is personal and it is energetic. And I think when you have that belief, 
or you mm -hmm. you understand that you know your energy has a vibration and therefore an effect on the objects the people the things you know the world around you um and why wouldn't it and somebody who's a guide like yourself who's intuitive sorry i hope my dogs aren't going to start they're not my dogs neighbors dogs um <laughs> Um, you know, if you're with somebody who has got that intuitiveness and that connection and can read your energy and so on, that that mm -hmm. then makes it feel much more true and and valid, I suppose, for if you want yes. to begin by being skeptical, you could move your way through that in that sense. Most yeah. definitely. And it it's um it's definitely a connection between energy, the cards, your intuition. Um, a lot of the times, and I tell these, I tell this to everybody that I read, is that a, a tarot card is a ref usually, usually a reflection of what's going on. It it'll it'll bring through um some emotions, it'll bring through some insight, it'll bring through guidance. Uh, because sometimes we're we're just so busy we just keep going and going and we're doing our things and we don't take the time to reflect yeah. and a reading is very much that of a reflection of okay so I see that there's some struggle here this this is going on I see really great strength in this area and then I dive into more clarifying um, information and you, it's just surprising how many you know people I read for who are brought to tears because there, it's just like that, that like extra little, um, little bit of information or guidance that they just needed to mm. get over the next step or the next hump and to continue. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it's it just does. like so. And, and I, I do chakra readings. I use a, um, a pendulum to do chakra readings, mm -hmm. and I do really detailed chakra readings. They're you know they take like ninety minutes, and it's like. <laughs> And um, and I use my pendulum to ask for lots of things, you know, where have I left so-and-so, you know, is so-and-so telling the truth, you know, all kind of things. But what it will never tell me is the future. It only knows what is, because I suppose in a sense, you know, I believe that the only, you know, because it's just mind-blowingly obvious to me is that the only thing that exists is now, right? So how on earth can you know the future? So when people go to tarot cards, tell me, oh, am I going to get married? Um, how many kids am I going to have? You know, oh, is my career going to be good? You know, the future is something that when I'm doing a reading with my pendulum that I can't give you the future at all because only energy only knows what is. Is that the same for yep. you in tarot? Usually, yes. So you're right. We um, we are here right now. We all have free will. So I I can tell you're going to get married tomorrow, but the man that you might get married to tomorrow might not be around and might just leave at you know at any time. So everyone has free will, and that's that's where you get into kind of tricky stuff when you're trying to go into future um readings but sometimes you know I do get impressions where I'm like and I, it this just happened not too long ago or I I had a reading I said are you getting a new car she's like no I don't think so she came back next week and she's like you know what you told me last week I was going to get it or asked me if I was getting a new car I'm like oh did I because <laughs> I don't remember my readings when I'm done she's like, I got a new car <laughs> so I mean, sometimes that kind of stuff comes through yeah. um, and you can ask those questions. Those questions are great. Everyone wants to know um, when the cards come through. 
I kind of sit with it. I look at the pictures. The pictures always talk to me. And I will have either um, some guidance or or something, a step that might need to be taken to get there or, um, you know, just, you know, whatever it might be. So there might be something that I can pull through that might be of assistance and you never know, you know, never know. Uh, it's so fascinating. It really is. It's so, I just love talking to people who are really connected with, with energy and can, and are there to support and help other people find their paths and find their truth and get to know themselves better. Cause I think life is so goddamn busy and there are so many external pressures on us that we often don't take the time to kind of actually look inwards or indeed just hold a mirror up to ourselves and go what is it that I actually want what is it is meaningful to me um you know what do I actually need to be live a a life that feels fulfilling and joyful and and so on um okay so on to the next one the next subject another thing that Bonnie does um I'm going to go to magic and I'm on your website. You do magic stuff, witchcraft. Now, what for one of the first things that fascinated me is the way that you spell magic with a CK at the end. Now, is that different to just a C at the end? Is magic with just a C somebody pulling a rabbit out of the hat and with a CK means something different? Enlighten me. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yes, uh, through all of the research and, and um, deep dives I've done, that is exactly right with the c at the end that's your magic show making coins disappear behind ears pulling magic out of a hat you know those types of things and i use the k to because i like it i like different things and and just to say you know this is this is energy magic this is um manifestation magic um so yeah that's the difference you're absolutely right Okay, so well, tell me about your magic. Tell me about your brand of magic and what what is this? What is magic in your book? Okay, so I feel we all do magic. We all practice a form of this witchcraft that um, you might not even know. So if you're blowing out a birthday candle, making a wish, that's magic. Um, So, and rituals, you know, putting up a Christmas tree, putting the ornaments on, that's your ritual. Uh, so everyone does some form of magic and witchcraft, whether they want to put a label on it or not. Um, so I just kind of do the same thing. When I work through um, ritual, I feel into it. I bring the energy in. When I do, say, a spell, um, like for maybe money, a money spell. I will find what resonates with me as a candle. I'll 
I'll do a candle spell. So I'll find a candle that resonates, um, some other herbs that might make sense. And I'll just kind of bring it all together. I'll write my manifestations or how much money I wish to receive or, um, or, you know, whatever. And you just sit with it and perform this wonderful little ritual and magical spell and, and know that what you are bringing in is, is all of your desires. Um, so there's all kinds of different ways to do magic. And I don't even know, like, I'm trying to figure out how to put it in my words today are not lining up, but I'm just like looking around. I have my incense. I have my sage, my Palo Santo, my crystals. I bring all of that into my magic. Yes. Um, yeah. I am definitely someone who performs magic and witchcraft for good only for myself. Cause like I said, we all have free will. So mm -hmm. this is for me. Um, I've had people say, can you do a, a spell to make so-and-so disappear? I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no, but I can, I can guide you of how to help yourself in the situation so that you can, you know, protect yourself from that person. Mm -hmm. And through that, maybe that person will disappear, but you're working on yourself more than yeah. trying to inflict and is it the same in terms when you're when you're working um in sort of witchcraft uh if which mm -hmm. which is such a it's an annoying um i mean wicca is probably i don't know they some people just hear those words and they go oh that's just you know that's the the dark side and it's you know we don't want to go there but i know i i don't believe that for a second i think you know witches have been um, witches and witchcraft is is um, a beautiful skill, uh, divine skill, and not exclusive to to females, but is definitely rooted in the divine feminine power mm -hmm. that we hold. Um, so, what's what would you classify the difference between witchcraft and magic, or are they do they really kind of overlap? Oh, I think they overlap. I think, I think they are one and the same to me. If, if I'm doing a sort of, um, magical creation, I feel I'm creating that through a sense of witchcraft and bringing in all the elements. I didn't meant elements are very, very, um, connected to witchcraft, I feel and magic. So working with that earth, air, water, fire, bringing all of that in. Mm. Um, so I don't think there's, for me, there's, I don't, there's a difference between magic and witchcraft. It kind of like it it's together. It's yeah. definitely much, you know, you, you're doing witchcraft through magical workings and, and magical spells and, and all of the, all yeah. the stuff. <laughs> I mean, I think in all honesty, I think anybody who does any kind of work with energy with, um, uh, you know, any kind of transformational work that you're doing in a personal level that it and especially if you're uh, you know embodying it through a practice like yoga which we obviously both do mm -hmm. and, you know actually feeling it in the body actually experiencing it and and trying to shift our energy with our physical body as well you know that's all um you know it's it's all it's interesting isn't it because these things all roll into one you know mm -hmm. the ritual of say getting your mat out and getting your you know lighting some incense or you know and sitting in for a 
meditation or to do breath work or starting your yoga practice you know you start off in this kind of ritualistic kind of way you you bring yourself your attention inwards and you you know you go right now is the moment I'm going to pay attention to myself and you know what whatever you know then follows it is um it's full of intention it's full of ritual and as humans we blooming love a ritual we always have ever since Stonehenge <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. definitely and we adore that and then the other thing that you are big on I know is crystals is working with crystals and healing through crystals now I have talked to other people about crystals on my podcast but I'm always interested to get it I don't know if you can see my little collection back here behind oh, me yes I've got beautiful some- I was very, they're very little. They're all sort of little pint, pint-sized ones, but I do, oh, precious, precious they are to me. And I've no idea what they do for me. I just know that they bring me huge joy. And I know that when I'm feeling down or I need to give myself a boost, I will go to the, to, there's a beauty, I'm so lucky to live in a town with a really beautiful crystal shop in it. I will just go in there and just wander around and just touch them and go, does anybody want to come home with me? And I don't know why, but it just soothes my soul. So tell me why. <laughs> yes. Oh, crystals are just beautiful. Like you say, they're, they they're beautiful. They're sparkly. They're, they're great to hold and they can bring us comfort. Um, I started collecting crystals years ago and it was to the point where my husband's like, do you really need another crystal? I'm like, um, yeah, Yeah. I do. And I think I might start selling them. So, uh, I did, I created a business and my business was started on, um, well, the idea was to open up a crystal shop and that didn't pan out for whatever reason. I decided to go mobile. So I created a little mobile crystal shop and I take that to farmer's markets and events where people can come onto my trailer. Um, It's set up like a little shop. I have everything set up and they can buy their crystals. Now, the way I am connected with crystals um, is through the vibrations, through the energies that they, they bring. So through my collection over the past like years and years and years, I would get all of my, like, for example, this is from when I got it. I get these cards from every every crystal that I ever purchased and I would look at the meanings the vibrations I would learn that um and I also relate them to the chakras Mm -hmm. so um if there's maybe I'm feeling like I'm just like love is missing or something's not right with my heart space or or something's going on here I would reach for a crystal that would resonate to me in this area Mm. say it um a green aventurine is is connected to the heart chakra because of the color um there's other green ones so i would reach for that crystal rose quartz that's my go-to rose rose quartz is great for the heart yes so (laughs) i would i would grab one of those crystals and i have a heart-shaped green aventurine right here it is programmed with my um my intention for self-love so if I'm feeling a, a need for that, I would grab it and just kind of hold it and sit with it, meditate with it. Um, and that works with any of my chakras. I also use it for my Reiki. So I will have, um, have crystals that resonate with each chakra around, um, just to keep bringing that energy and with the intention. And it is a lot about intention. You want to have your intentions with the crystals when you use them as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, intention is everything. And yes, it's um, 
yeah, the, the more life goes on, the more I realize how important intention is. Um, and and it, intentionality is, sorry, say that again, I missed what you no, said. No, I said, oh my gosh, yes, intention is huge. Yeah, you know, and in and I've I introduced this into my yoga practice and my yoga teaching a lot as well now, um, especially if I'm doing a yoga nidra. Obviously, that's part of it. To find a sankalpa, and I've I've done a podcast on sankalpa as well. But finding that intention it becomes kind of a thing that you can meditate upon. You can just hold in your head whenever you're just wandering around. You know, just saying to you, it's a very very powerful thing but you can put intention into your crystals as well. Is this what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. So I got a new home. I got a, I moved house and I, um, into a new, a new place and I went to wanted to get something for my home. This is my little housewarming gift that I got for myself. I had can, I was told what it was. I can't remember what on earth it is. I just know that this is, this is my homing. <laughs> it looks like Mookate. Does that sound familiar? No, no I think it might be a jasper of some sort. Okay. Yeah. There's so many variations of jasper that it, there's so many crystals out there that is just wide way, wide range. But yeah, that one looks like it would be a very grounding um, stone, very mm. connected to the root chakra, very, um, and sacral. Yep. Definitely a grounding stone. So that yeah. would be perfect for the home. Exactly. And the sense of stability and security. I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, I I do too, and I I they make me very happy, and there there's something very magical, and it's it's interesting when you go into crystal, when I go into my local crystal shop, you know the the um, and it's not just oh it's a sparkly thing, but I go in there, and quite often there are kids in there, you know, people mm -hmm. come in with their with their kids, and they're just looking around, and the sort of the connection, the excitement, the energy that they give to the kids as well as mm -hmm. as us bigger kids. <laughs> excited I love it um is is really it is magical it is magic and I love your I love your distinction of what your magic with the with the k is now the other fun thing that you do which I'm like this is sadly something that you probably can't do for me because we're on different sides of the Atlantic is creating magical parties tell me about that how did you come up with that as an idea to do because it sounds so good well, the reason is because I feel like there's a lot of stigma behind it. So I, I wanted to be able to open it up to people to say, this is, this is fun. This is energy. This is something that everyone can do. Um, you, you don't have to be a specific person. And um, it just being able to offer that to people who might be kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. You know. So, and it's it's just, it's just kind of like being a kid again for a, for a lot of us. We, we don't get into that, that phase of being yeah. a child, you know, yeah. bringing our child self back out and just enjoying it and, you know, just being free with things, just letting things flow. So that's kind of like where I was, you know, my thought is just to bring the idea through, bring intention back into people's lives and, and the joy that can be felt through intention and working with your own inner self. And that brings us nicely back around to where you started when you were saying about your childhood and not really remembering it, which I resonate with hugely as well, is actually it's our work now to 
entertain, not entertain, but to bring out that inner child, to let her live again, if you like, to to yes. be part of the family of, of you within yourself as an adult, you know, to have fun with that inner child. Um, so do you do like, I don't know, I'm thinking like hen parties and birthday parties, like what sort of party, what sort of events do you do this for? Well, a lot. Okay. I've done tarot parties where I would go and do readings for tarot and, um, and then people would just ask me questions. So it's kind of like, you know, just a, like a get together, just asking questions. Um, I, I wouldn't say birthday parties or those types of parties. Um, but just a gathering, I could bring my trailer, bring the crystals out. Mm-hmm. Kind of if somebody's interested in, in manifestations, sharing with them what I know, sharing mm-hmm. with them how to create um, a spell, how to create um, a sacred space, how to create an altar, how maybe do a yoga class that, you know, share some yoga moves or stretching and, and talking about the chakras. So it's mm-hmm. so um, personalized that everything can be so different maybe somebody wants a party and all they want to do is um create little magic spell bar jars so i can bring jars we bring the all the stuff to put in the intentions so they have a spell jar we do a party with just tarot and and mediumship we could do a party with um yoga mimosas (laughs) um and adding a little meditation some breath work um pendulum work some other divination so it could be anything that you know someone really is interested in learning about or or doing that I love that idea and your intention to spread this and make it more acceptable that this is a part of life that we can all embrace and it's not just for those who you know put on some beads and call them you know selves or you know for the I, I said I think in all honesty I think that this um the spiritual, um, esoteric kind of um, world is is becoming much more open and much more embraced and much more accepted. And the fact that you know you'll find crystal shops in in you know lots of towns and people are into you know and understand the concepts of manifestation and setting intention. I feel like it's becoming bigger. But your work is definitely in the right direction is spreading this because the more we do that, the more positivity, the more love, the more, you know, yeah. Yes. Yes. And you would be surprised how many people come onto my trailer at events um, that have never just had any desire to work with a crystal or have a crystal. And they are the ones that are asking the most questions, which is kind of cool because they want to learn and mm-hmm. I want to share. So yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. And like you said, it is being more welcomed and more um more widespread. And yeah. I want to keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. More power to you, Bonnie. It's brilliant. Bye. So listen, tell people um what's your I know I've got it here. What's your website called? Spellboundmystics.com. I just got correct. it up there. Yes. yes. Okay. So spellboundmystics.com and you can get all all of your it's a great website. You've got a lot of information on there. Thank you. Yeah. Um, everything is on there. If there's anything that is not, and you have questions, you know, reach out to me. There's a contact page on my website where uh, anyone can feel free to reach out, sign up. Um, I'm going to be starting newsletters very soon. Um, so that'll include some really good tips on things. Some, um, maybe a tarot poll um for the day you know I'm not sure what else I'll add on that but I'll be sharing lovely I think that's Mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful and I 
I love, and now I you know, fully understand why you cannot give yourself a title because all of these things um, just, you know, they, but they create a beautiful whole of what you do, which is such a positive, beautiful thing that you do, just helping um, open people up to their own potential, I think is what I think you do. Maybe you should right. well, be that potentiality coach. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You said a word at the beginning that caught my ear. It was mistress. So I'm thinking magical mistress. <laughs> That's kind of cool. That's a yeah. cute one, but well, we'll sit with it. Well, you, might, you might just get the wrong sort of calls though. I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I think it's um it's lovely. And it's been a real joy to meet you. So thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Bonnie. I'd certainly enjoyed her company and I just really found it fascinating. I did ask, as my speciality I'm realizing is asking all the really dumb questions um, so that you don't have to, hopefully. <laughs> and I loved hearing all about tarot and her mystic, um, her mediumship and all of those sort of things. I think it's so great when we can open ourselves up and Bonnie is a brilliant example of someone who's just opened herself up to all of this talent and gifts that she has to help people connect and um, you know be their true selves, be their authentic um, you know spirit. So yeah, I think that's really fun and all the things she does are filled with joy, you know, the fact of like, having parties and just really kind of um, expressing herself in that way I think is fantastic um, you know lightness and fun and play is so important anyway so you can reach her you can get hold of, of um, Bonnie at her website spellboundmystics.com and as always you can get hold of me at chakradashway.com where you can find out all about my beautiful new products you can book a chakra reading you can just book in and have a quick 15 minute sort of who are you are you real would i like to work with you kind of conversation no strings you know no pressure at all um so yes i'll be back soon you take care and sending you so much love bye now 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.